Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Marketing Club Podcast. Today, we're talking about text message marketing. My friend Zach from Ovation is joining me on the podcast, and we're talking all about text message marketing. He runs a company called Ovation, and text message marketing through Ovation is easy and a smart thing to do. Now, this isn't a, a, a podcast that promotes Ovation. We talk a lot about we talk a lot about text marketing and the fundamentals and the pros and cons and what to do and what not to do and who's it for and who isn't it for. This is very much a podcast about text message marketing and how to do it right. And I think a lot of businesses could utilize text message marketing, even some businesses who you may not think can utilize it. And we talk about those inside of this podcast. If you do want to sign up for Ovation or you want to get a demo, go to thebruceirving.com forward slash Ovation. And that's O-V-A. T-I-O-N, Ovation. Uh, that is an affiliate link. So if you want to use that, if you're listening to this podcast, if you do sign up, I'll get a small commission. Uh, just wanted to put that out there. But if you do want to check out Ovation, I appreciate it if you use that link because that would help out the podcast a whole bunch. And it doesn't cost you any money. TheBruceIrving.com forward slash Ovation to sign up or get a demo. You don't have to sign up, but Zach's a really, really cool guy. His team's really good, and they have no pressure. So if you want to go just check it out, see how it works, you can do all that at the link I provided. And if you want to go check out the show notes for this episode or you want to say hello to me, I'm at TheBruceIrving.com and also at TheBruceIrving on Instagram. All right, let's get into today's podcast with Zach from Ovation. All right, welcome back to the podcast. My friend Zach from Ovation is joining me today. We're going to talk about text message marketing, reviews, business, all that good stuff. Zach, thank you so much for hanging out with me here today. Dude, Bruce, it is an absolute pleasure, man. Um, Zach, you have your own podcast too. What's the name of your podcast in case someone wants to go check it out? It's called Give an Ovation. It's a podcast for restaurants. We bring on industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business uh, it's a lot of fun. Bruce has been on a couple of times, been, actually. Yeah. And yeah, Bruce, you, you're the one who helped me start the podcast. So I really appreciate that. We're, we're, we're just getting started. We're only 180 episodes in uh, compared to you. But man, we're doing it. Only 180 episodes. That's a lot of episodes. You know, I was doing some research the other day. And do you know um, that, let me ask you, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but let me let me, uh, let me quiz you a little bit here. Do you know the average number of episodes that a podcast gets to before they give up? Uh, I would guess 15. 10. 10. Oh, man. 10 podcasts. So if you already made it past 10, you're already in like the top 1% of all podcasts. Now, yes. people think that all these podcasts gets millions and thousands of downloads, right? If you get... Let's say you want to be in the top 5% of all podcasts. How many downloads per episode do you think you need to have? Um, of the ones that keep going of all of them? All, like the ones that are in the top 5% of all podcasts ever. What, maybe like, I'd say 500 to 1,000? Yeah, 500, 500 downloads per episode, you are in the top 5% of all podcasts. No way. And if you get 3,000, so if you get 3,000 downloads per episode, you are in the top half of 1% of all podcasts. No way. Yeah. 
the, we see like Joe Rogan and, uh, you know, how I built this and all of these really popular podcasts that get millions of downloads per episode. And it, it tends to skew our perception of what a good podcast is. So if you're doing, if you're doing a podcast out there and you're getting 500 to 3000 downloads per episode, you're in the top 1% of all podcasts. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, and, and you and I, we have a pretty niche audience. Totally. Mine's, mine's very specific. Well, this one right here was the marketing club. It's a little bit more broad, but my main podcast, Smart Pizza Marketing, is just pizza. Like, it's all we talk about, really. Now, well, that's why I wore my, my pizza uniform today. Actually, I wore one of my pizza uniforms, just to be clear. I've got, like, three of these pizza shirts. I need one of those. That's a pretty nice shirt. <laughs> Um, so Zach, all right, enough, enough podcasting talk. Let's talk about what you're doing. What, what are you excited about in the world of, uh, text message marketing restaurants? That's kind of what you specialize in. Yeah. So ovation is an actual guest feedback platform where we really do three things. One is we are the best in the industry at getting one-on-one -on -one with a guest. So what that means is we send out a text message. How was everything? And we have a QR code. If they love it, we push them and leave online reviews. If they don't love it, we ask them why. And we have a really powerful platform to engage with that guest to make sure that they are coming back and that they're happy. And that's the first piece. The second piece is we want to help fix the root issue of things. If you're constantly, for example, one of our customers was constantly getting feedback that their chicken was dry in the afternoons. And so what they do, they cut less chicken. And then that problem was solved. And uh, so we help uncover those trends. And number three is we want to bring people back in. And this is where the text marketing comes into it. Now that we're collecting all this customer data, we're centralizing it, we're knowing who that guest is. Now you could send text messages to get them to come back on a rainy day, to uh, invite them to come in for a happy hour. There's lots of things you could do once you have their phone number. But I think when it comes to texting, the, the two big things that are absolutely critical are one, collecting that data and permission, and then two, using it. And you use it by having these one-on-one -on -one conversations and you use it by doing these marketing messages to get them to come back in. So that's, uh, that's what Ovation is doing. And one of the things, Bruce, that I'm like super excited about is one of the features that we just launched for multi-unit restaurants, which we, uh, you know, let's say you've got five to 500 restaurants, right? How do you, how do you actually know what's going on in your restaurants? And, and historically there's, there's been three ways. The first way is checking out your online reviews. Now, let me ask you, do you feel like online reviews portray an accurate depiction of how the restaurant is doing? Not always. I feel like sometimes when people are have a negative experience, they tend to go to leave reviews more frequently than people who have positive experience, unless the experience positively is way positive. But for the most part, I feel like it skews more negative. Right, exactly, right? And, and for example, one of our customers, we were doing some research and um, they were having some food preparation issues. Now, they got in the in the course of a month this specific location got one online review mentioning food prep issues and that meaning like they they put on too much cheese too little cheese too many toppings right and this, this is the pizza joint and they had 
in the same month, they had 21 complaints through Ovation about food prep issues. Wow. So if you're just looking at your online reviews, you're missing you're missing what's actually happening yeah. because most people aren't giving you the feedback, right? Yeah, even me. Like if I have a negative experience somewhere, and I think it's happened to me recently, I just don't go back. I don't like complain. I just don't go back. But if someone asked me a question, I probably would respond. And and he, that's the second thing. The second way is through these table touches. You go up and you say, how was everything? And if it was good, you say, it was good. And if it was bad, you say, it was good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go back. <laughs> yeah. And so table touches don't work. And let's let's just say, Bruce, in some fantasy land that we're back in the early 90s and people are honest and they'll they'll respond to you. Well, guess what? Is that getting lifted up to management? Are you discovering those trends? Are you keeping track of what people are saying? No. So even even the best case scenario is it's not fixing the problem and it's not elevating the problem. Okay. So so you have online reviews you're not capturing most of your customers. You have uh, the table touch, which doesn't work. And then you have these, uh, you know, you have long surveys. Yeah. When was the last time that you took this a receipt survey or some long survey about a restaurant? Never. I've never, never. done it. So so now here's the, here's the next logical question, Bruce. How do you get feedback from guests, right? And, and that's where Ovation comes in. And that's why I created Ovation because the three things that the restaurant industry has right now to collect feedback suck. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Everything we're doing is about the guest experience. And so the thing that we started with is texting. And, and we started with texting because that is how humans – this podcast, you sent me this link to jump on the podcast – did you did you slack it? Did you email it to me? Did you call me? You texted me. Right. Right? You texted me this morning and said, Hey, we're still on for the podcast. And I was like, heck yeah. Yeah. Right. That's how friends communicate. And if we want to build true relationships, which yields true loyalty, we've got to get to that level. And texting is where our guests are. Yeah. And I think a mistake some people make is if you're a certain age or above. You maybe think to yourself, oh, I don't text that much, or I hate texting. And sometimes when we do marketing, we tend to think about what we like to do, and that's what we promote or we focus on versus what do our customers and potential customers like to do. Like if you ask my kids, my kids are 20, 19, and 15. If you ask them anything uh, to their face, they're going to politely say whatever you want them to. But if you text them something, they'll they'll be honest and like they'll think about it and they'll have time to respond and they'll they'll respond in a reply uh, that is honest because they're unconfrontational. You know, they don't want to make anybody feel bad when they're talking in person. But when they when they're texting somebody, they feel like the ability to be a little bit more yourself is there because you get a chance to think a little bit more. Yeah. Right. You get a chance to like, okay, let me type this. Let me look at it. Let me change that word. Let me put in an emoji. And now I'll send it. Yeah. As opposed to talking where it's like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Stuff just comes out. <laughs> and, and they're afraid. They're, they're afraid that what, what happens when someone has a freak out in public? Everyone's phones come out. It gets uploaded. They get fired from their jobs. Like y- there's a lot of scrutiny. There's a lot of risk nowadays of opening your mouth and saying something. 
and then you don't want to be labeled a jerk, right? Right. So yet yeah, texting, and actually they, I was doing some research this week, and the um, there's an organization that they just they look at the best methodologies of surveying, and they found that the number one way that somebody's going to be honest is through text. Not through a voice, not through phone call, not through email, not through type. Text. Text is the the most reliable way to get honest feedback from your guests. And and look, if you don't want honest feedback, that's okay. But you know that your guests have opinions, yeah. and if you're not asking them in a frictionless way, then guess what? You're not going to find out because most people, like like Bruce, like me. We're just not going to come back. Well, Even. that's that's another point is like text message is a p part of marketing. Um, but when we work with or somebody asks me a question about marketing, they'll say, hey, Bruce, I want to do marketing. Right. And I'm like, OK, great. What like what's the goal? What's the goal for you for your marketing? Uh, and they're like, I want to get more business. Obviously, everybody wants to get more business. But before you really start to market your business, whether that be on Instagram or TikTok or video or whatever platform you're using to get more business, you need to understand what's going on in your business, right? Because if you do have a problem with dry chicken and you put out information about how great your chicken is and you have a problem in the back end that you don't really know about, all that's going to really do is get more exposure to the fact that your chicken's dry. So instead of 10 people getting dry yeah. chicken, you're going to have 30 people getting dry chicken. Yep. And then you're going to think that Instagram and Facebook and TikTok don't work because you're yep. going to think to yourself, well, I've been doing TikTok and Instagram and, and I, it doesn't work. You know, I get all these views, but no customers are coming in. When the actual problem is your process sucks and it's not the exposure. It's what you're doing in the kitchen. That's making the people who find you on TikTok and Instagram not want to come back. That Yes, yeah, so Sean, so Cali Barbecue is famous for their moist brisket. Well, they've been selling brisket online for years. They started using Ovation, and after, in one month, they realized that they kept on getting complaints about the brisket from people who ordered online. And he was like, what is going on? Like, people love our brisket. Why, why are they complaining? And some people were complaining it was too fatty, and some people were complaining it was, it was too lean. So he goes on to his online ordering system, looks at it, and he realizes when when somebody walks into the restaurant, the first thing they ask is they say, I want some brisket. They'll say, you want moist or lean? Well, guess what? There was no modifier online to select moist or lean brisket. They could just order brisket. And so after years of selling online, in one month of using Ovation, he realized that no, that he didn't have that modifier. Because it wasn't a big enough complaint that people were like up in arms leaving negative reviews, but it was a big enough complaint that they were like, oh man, like it's a bummer, yeah. right? And and there, how many of these secret things are happening right now? Because here's the fact of the matter, Bruce, is that 70% of first time guests never come back. And the fact of the matter is, over 95% of restaurants have about that much clue as to why. Zero. They have no idea because they're relying on long surveys, on table touches, the online reviews. And if I go into a place, I went to a place this week 
I didn't, you know, good service, good ambiance. I didn't like the food, right? Now, there was, if I would have let them know, hey, I didn't like this dish, and they said, hey, try this dish on me, it's like, I'd totally give it another shot, yeah. right? And other, but otherwise, like, I'm never going back there. I'm not inviting people to go to that restaurant because of a bad experience that I had. And it could have just been a like a bad a bad dish. Yeah, no, right? you're 100% right on that. And I think people are missing a huge opportunity uh, because back when I was operating, we when we first started doing online ordering, I think we first started doing online ordering in like 2001. Um, uh, but it was like nobody did it because nobody really knew how to do it. Uh, but we yeah. would set up this autoresponder. So uh, text messaging was a thing, but it wasn't like a thing like it is today where people totally communicate through text. So we would send people, anybody who ordered from us online, we would send them an email right the next day. And it would just be a really, really fast email. It says, hey, I just saw you ordered yesterday. How was everything? This is Bruce. And it would just be like, that's it. That's the email. It wasn't like, it looked like it came directly from me. So everybody who ordered would get an email the next day. Uh, and they would be like, P.S., it goes right to my inbox. I'll respond. Please let me know. And yeah. the response rate from that was huge. And what we found out was that, you know, one out of 25, 30 people would reply and be like, that was great. Or one would be like, you know what? I wasn't going to say anything, but you forgot my fork with my salad. And it was an eye-opener for us that, you know what? We need to communicate with people because a little thing like missing a fork isn't going to make you not come back or complain or go to Yelp to leave a review. But if we do that three times, or if there's a system in that's messed up in our process that makes us forget the fork, eventually people are going to get frustrated and go somewhere else. Or if, especially let's say that you have a few locations, maybe one location consistently forgets forks, right? And so how do you keep track of that? And so that's one of the cool things that, um, that we just launched this month actually is a, is a, is a platform where we take all of the positive and negative online reviews. We take all of the ovation feedback, which by the way, we're getting 13 times more feedback than you get from online reviews. So you're able to actually get an accurate depiction of what's happening in locations. We run it through our business intelligence platform, and then we create a heat map across, we show over 30 different categories and subcategories to show you exactly what locations are struggling with what subcategory when. Wow. And so you can go in there and say, all right, hey, this location, uh, you have 15% more complaints about order accuracy than the other four locations. Let's help you with this. What's going on? Let's pull up every single review in the last month that mentioned order accuracy and let's go through them. Looks like we're having a consistent problem with forgetting forks or with wrong toppings. So let's set up this process to make sure that, you know, or what aren't you, what are you not doing that the other four locations are doing? And that helps you really uncover these, these hidden, hidden issues and helps you dive into how do I fix it? Cause that's the thing. Feedback is great. Texting is great, but unless you're taking action on it, yeah, it's not going to do anything. For you. <laughs> that's for sure. And then you should really start here because this is like customer feedback in making sure before you do any other kind of marketing, you really need to make sure that your um, 
establishment, whatever kind of, whatever business you have, right? Whatever business you have, you need to make sure that the customers who are already coming to you now are satisfied and they're enjoying the food or service or whatever it is. Because then if they're not, you don't want to get exposure to that. You want to fix that before you start wasting money or time marketing to get more. And and one quick thing on that. I think this is like, this is such an important topic that as I've been stewing over loyalty, right? This guest feedback is all I think about all day, every day, that and like blow drying my hair. Those are the only two <laughs> things that I think about professionally. Um, but here's what it comes down to. When you think about a, uh, when you think about that, like, you know, making sure they're satisfied, what does satisfied really mean? And satisfied, as I've been thinking about it, it means that you met their expectations, right? Where do those expectations come from? It came from prior experiences. It came from reading your reviews. It came from your marketing material that you're putting out there. So it's all about meeting their expectations. Now, if you meet their expectations and you do that consistently, then you build trust, right? And that trust is, I, I go into this place, I know I'm not getting like this Ritz Carlton experience, but I also know that I'm going to get the great pizza and I know how long it's going to take me to get that pizza. And, um, and I know what it's going to cost me. Right. And, and if I come in one time and something of those three factors, the time, the quality or the cost is drastically different. I lose trust. Right. And when I lose that trust, then I, uh, I, I lose loyalty. Right. And so one of the things though about trust that's really interesting is that data shows if you fix a problem in a prompt personal way, that person is more likely to become loyal than if there was never a problem in the first place. Yeah. And so when that trust drops, that's your opportunity. That's your window, Bruce, to capture that guest and to create a raving fan because when when you emailed someone back an apology about that fork and you're like, hey, here's a free soda next time. Sorry about that. What what happens with your relationship? What happens with your trust with between that guest to your brand? Uh, they listen. The reason I wrote the email that way is because now they think they know me, right? And they like yes. I know Bruce, even though they've never met me in person, or maybe they have, but we didn't know that we were meeting in person. But they got that email from me, and it was it was automated, but it, it was written as if it was came from me personally to them. And then they're like, you know what? I know Bruce now. Now they're going to give me the benefit of the doubt if anything else happens in the future because they know me because we've had an interaction somehow. Yes. And and nowadays, that's, this is where going back to the SMS, this is where texting comes into play because email is great. Don't stop doing email. Why? Even if you don't like getting email, even if you don't open your emails, it's about the optionality for your guests. Just like, just like you were saying, Bruce, if like, even if you don't like getting text messages, there are people who do, Right. but email has a 20% open rate. Text has a 98% open rate. So you, you have, you're more likely to have your message heard if you text them than if you're talking to them. Cause guess what? 30% of the time, they're not hearing what you're saying right. when, when you're talking to them totally. anyway. Yeah, I don't know if, you know what? I, I don't know if anybody loves getting emails or text anybody, right? But I think we're more tolerant of 
uh, yes. email than we are text. And as time goes on, that text, you know, it used to be a higher percentage of people tolerate email or everybody tolerate email. You just like didn't think twice about it. Now I get texts all the time randomly from political people who I've never given my phone number to who are saying like things, you know, like, so in a, it's like, if that was five years ago, I would have been really pissed off. But now I'm just like, delete. That doesn't bother me. Really? But, and that's, that's where it's all about the permission. Right. You want to collect their data and permission because then it's like, well, yeah, you said I could text you, right? You, if, if I give a girl my number, then I'm expecting her to text me, right? <laughs> right. If I don't, it's weird or she texts me. Yeah. Now I'm married, so it's weird. Anyway. And yeah, but. I, I get your drift. And it's like. Even if what I'm, what my point was, even now, like I'm not saying anybody should text anybody without their permission. You really should get their permission. What I'm saying is, if you text me without my permission today, it doesn't bother me at all. But five yeah. years ago, I would have been like, "What the hell are you doing? How did you get my number?" I would have been really pissed off. <laughs> but now I'm used to it because texting is just a a, a a way that people communicate more. It's just it is we're just more used to it. I know it's unfortunate that politicians are ruining texting though. Cause I get uh, the, along with a lot of other things, I get, I get these political texts and I'm like, I literally responded stop six times yeah, to you. Right. Just block their number now, but then they'll just find another way around it. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that happens to me all the time. And it's just like, ah, I don't give a shit. Just block it. I mean, just, yeah. just delete it. I don't check. Like if I open my phone right now, I have, I have seven voicemails that I haven't checked. Like, Tons of emails and 17 text messages that I haven't even looked at. 17? Yeah. I don't. Oh my gosh. I just, my I wife, can't... my wife goes crazy because she'll pick up my phone and she'll be like, How can you not look at your text messages? I'm like, I just don't, if I'm not in the mood, I just don't look at my text messages. <laughs> but, if, but eventually you get in the mood. Yeah. You're you're sitting on the toilet, you're you know, you're done playing Candy Crush and you're like, all right, <laughs> let me go through and clean up these text messages. Yeah, sometimes I'm just like I sometimes it'll come through. You know what happens to me? Sometimes it'll come through and I'm I happen to be on my phone and I'll see the text, right? But I yes. just don't open it. So I've already yes, seen what it is. I just don't open it to like make it go away. Exactly. Cause you're like, oh, I, I'm gonna respond to that eventually. Yeah. So like the 17 texts that I have I've responded to or dealt with, I just I didn't have to open the text to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most See, part. See, and that's the beauty of texting is that people people look at it. So I guess here's here's like the 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 sum and bone of all this is talking at this, Bruce. I'm I'm saying if you own a business and you are not texting, there is there is money that you are leaving on the table. It I I guarantee you, you start texting money comes into your pocket. Now, it's not like you're not just going to get tens of thousands of dollars magically, but as you build up this list, it's not a get rich, rich quick, but there's a strategy to it. You build up a list, you build these relationships, you fix the problems, you get the feedback, and, and texting is a medium to do that. And yes, you may not like it, but it is the number one preferred method of communication for customers. Number one. So let let them text you. Yeah. Put it put it on your website. We have our customers that use a phone number of ours. <clears throat> they'll they'll get um, you know, they'll they'll use a web chat. And as soon as you you open up their website and it will say, have a question, text us. You click that button 
and it pulls up a text message and they can start texting you. So this is, and the texting could be, I mean, I'm sure a majority of your customers are, you know, restaurant local based customers, but like real estate agents, I'm thinking about, like I have a, I have a guy come into my house, right. In, uh, one of my heaters is broken in my kid's room and you know, the winter's coming up here. I live in Boston, so we need to get it checked out and he's really busy. But if you, if I went to his website and I could have that thing pop up and say, Hey, I have a question or you need to schedule an appointment, text me, I'll get back to you. That would be a perfect scenario in order to do that. And then he could have my phone number. And if I'm out, exactly. instead of missing the call or him stopping by my house and I'm not here, he could just shoot me a text. It's like so easy to do that. And now here's the beauty of this, Bruce. Now with Ovation, because you've already come into Ovation, uh, because you've already come into my restaurant and you scanned the QR code and left a survey and you use your phone number, to you know to complete that survey and then a week later you order through uh square online ordering and you use your phone number and now that that adds to the conversation and now when you text in from my website the a week later i can see that you had an experience that you ordered online and so it gives context you're not just some random number coming in but i know exactly who you are so you say hey do you do catering Hey Bruce, absolutely. By the way, how was that? How were the mozzarella yeah. sticks last week? Like th that's the power of integrating all of this together. And when the same platform is doing your feedback, is doing your text marketing, is doing your website text, now you're creating this real multi-channel relationship with these guests, so you could make them feel special. What's the what's it's short and sweet for text though? For the text itself, right? Yeah, well, like the marketing pieces of it. Yeah, like if I'm going to send someone a text, you want to make it sound personal, like you are texting it to them, not this huge. Because sometimes I'll get text messages or emails, and it's like this long ass email, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not reading all that. No, when when you're texting, keep it to like one text thread, one, yeah. one text segment. Keep it really short. The, do you want to know our number one in all time, our number one best performing text message? Yeah. That that any of our customers have ever sent out? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. $5 burrito today, tomorrow only. Sent <laughs> from the name of the restaurant. Reply stop to opt out. That's it. That's it. When you're doing these, when you're doing these text messages, like text marketing, you don't need to get so fancy. You just need to, because just like Bruce, just like you were saying, you you have that little, um, you'll see the preview of it, right? Yep. Everyone, that preview, 93% are read within two minutes. So what that means is if you are just seeing that preview, what do you want them to see? And you want them, so first of all, you the, the anatomy of a, of a really good text message. One, start with the benefit. And and the benefit performs best if it's a dollar amount, not, not a percentage off. So you have a dollar amount, then you have a duration. And for texting, texting is very quick. It's not like, hey, schedule a catering order with us sometime. That's an email. Send emails for that. Do <laughs> yeah. social posts for yeah. that. A text message should be something that they can do right now, like today or tomorrow. If it's not today or tomorrow, it probably shouldn't be sent out through a text. And yeah. by the way, just to be very clear, we're we're talking about marketing text messages right now. Right. So so we want to make sure that it's a it's a, here's the offer, here's the duration, and the duration should 
usually be today, tomorrow. And then in our system, we automatically put in who it's sent from. And then we automatically put in the reply stop to opt out. I, what, what did you say the percentage of text messages get opened? 90, so 98% of messages are read. But in your case, it's like, you know, you're going to get to those 17 eventually. But I've read them all. 90, okay. You've, so 93% of messages are read within two minutes. Okay. So generally, even like a guy like me who may not open the text message, I've read it because it pops up on my home screen for the most part, at least the first couple sentences maybe. Right. And and that's not even – I don't even think that in the data that I'm referring to, this is talking about like actually opening. Physically opening it, like touching yeah. it and opening it, not just opening. having it on your phone and seeing it. So that that's the benefit though is like you're able to connect with almost every single person – and so keep it short, keep it sweet, have that offer, have that duration. And then here's here's a real here's the real kicker. Is you you want to have a link so that you can track it. You, what what you don't want to do is have them say show this at the register. If you're doing a show this at the register text, the problem is you have no idea how successful it was. Right. You have no idea who's actually coming in. Because, and now great, I texted to Bruce and Bruce and I come in together and that's fine that Bruce came in, but guess what? You don't have Bruce's contact information, right? So if you, if you want to just get people in the door, then do a show this text. If you want to actually see is text marketing working for me and how well is it working, you do a trackable link. So with Ovation, we could put in an offer like with that burrito concept, $5 burrito today, tomorrow only. And it had a link. They clicked it and it showed a unique code with a timer that they showed at the register. And then they could either type in that unique code or there's a button at the register that would only uh, to only push once they see that timer going down. I love it. So that way I couldn't share my link with you. Or if I did and you used it first, then, you know, you got my $5 burrito. <laughs> and you want to make sure that you put like uh... – who, like you said earlier, you want to make sure that you put like the business in yes. maybe the person because you don't want to be like, hey, click on this link. And then maybe someone thinks it's an inappropriate link and like, you know, yep. you don't yep. really exactly. know who it's coming yeah. from. So it's I'm never like, clicking a link if I don't know who it's coming from. Exactly. Click the link for details. Yeah. Uh, redeem here. So, yeah, all of that, is, it's it's super important. But but that's that's what I would say. If you're, if you're making that text thread, if you're making that text marketing Here's here's the deal. Here's the duration. Here's the link. Here's who it's from. Reply stop to opt out, and that is a crisp marketing text message. Is and it, by the way, yeah, ten that that specific campaign got over ten percent redemption. So over ten percent of people who got that text message walked into that restaurant because they didn't do this online or they weren't even doing online ordering at the time walked into the restaurant and redeemed that offer. Wow. So let's let's just imagine that you've got, you know, 5,000 people in your in your database. Sending 10 10% of them in on a Wednesday Thursday, is that going to help you? For sure. Right? Yeah, especially if you weren't if you if that, those are necessarily customers that maybe wouldn't have come in if they didn't get that. Exactly. Is there any businesses that text messaging doesn't work for that you see? I mean, let's put it this way. I'm wearing a pair of glasses right now that I got from Warby Parker. Yeah. I texted Warby Parker to buy these glasses. 
So yeah, every, just, every business can figure it out. Just think about that. I went onto Warby Parker's website and down the bottom, it said, contact us. And uh, I should, I, I mean, it would have been funnier if it said contacts us, but anyway, <laughs> I, I went down there and, and it said chat, email, text. And I was like, well, I'm at my computer and I'm going to leave pretty quickly, but I want some answers. I don't want to do a web chat because I'm going to leave my computer. I don't want to do an email because I want answers. So let me click text. And then I started a text message with them. And a few minutes later, boom, these glasses are on their way to my doorstep. I love so, it. so when you say who shouldn't use it, the only people I think that should stop using texting are politicians. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> they should stop doing everything. Politicians are the worst. <laughs> I don't even care if there are any listening. I hate you all. Uh, yeah, but I was thinking of my wife. She's a real estate agent in like uh, a travel. We have a travel company too. And I'm thinking like you could use it for anything, right? Because anybody has questions and you could any any part of your website that you that people have frequent questions. Yeah, you can go do a FAQ and go to the website and answer. But they're much more likely to become a customer if you start a communication with them one-on-one. -on -one. Exactly. And now, and now you have it in your database. Right. Right. And so that's, that's part of the beauty about it is that I think texting is only getting more prolific. And in 15 years, it's probably going to go the way of email and email will go the way of snail mail. Yeah. Um, but who knows, right? Texting, texting might be able to stay pure because there are a lot of regulations and huge fines for large companies abusing texting. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever get out of control. The only thing that'll happen is when Elon Musk finally does Neuralink and then you don't oh, have to type yeah. with your fingers. It's just like, you just think about it and it just sends it, right? Like kind of like series like that. Like, you, I don't want to say it, but you just you just talk your text and it sends it out. You don't even have to type it with your fingers anymore. The next step is to think yep. your text. Oh man, I'm, I'm by the way, you, you said... S-I-R-I. I can't say it out loud or else all my devices are going to go off. Oh. But because of your Boston accent, none of my devices even heard you. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I have all my no, – none, none of my – well, my phone's here, but I don't have the other things in my in my office because of that. So it's uh, it's all good. But, Zach, it's been like a, a 37 minutes of talking about text. I never would have guessed we could talk about text this long, but it was actually a fun conversation to talk about. Dude, appreciate you, Bruce. I, I could talk to you about pepperonis for 30. Actually, pepperonis. We could talk for a lot longer about sure. pepperoni. But uh, Ezo Cup and Char, man, th that's my jam. Where can people uh, go if they want to sign up for Ovation or they want to text you for more information? Where, where should they go? Yeah, you can go to OvationUp.com um, and come come chat with us there. Or you can text me. Let me get my, let me get my Ovation number. 844 two two three zero zero one four and uh i i or someone on my team will personally respond to you sweet i'll link it up in the show notes for this episode as well so if you want some information from zach and I, i've had a lot of people reach out to me that use ovation and i don't do a ton of these product based podcasts uh but i do do them for people that i like and i think do a good job so keep it up zach Dude, thanks, Bruce. Appreciate you, man. And you, you keep it up, man. You're awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. Don't go anywhere, Zach. But thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Everything we talked about on this episode will link up in the show notes. So go check that out. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Zach. Bye-bye.